0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Redhead Perspective. Today we have Jessie and her, maybe her boyfriend Robin, so we're going to get straight into it. What's up everybody, it's Jessie. I'm excited to talk about
1: me and Lauren's friendship and our journey and our growth and how we met and all the shit we've been in together. (laughs) And we're just going to dish it
0: and let loose today, so I'm excited. Let's go. So, what was your first impression of me working, like, you know, because we met at a job serving together. So, like, what was your first impression?
1: I think my first impression was I definitely thought you were pretty. I wanted to be your friend, and I thought you were unique because I know those are all good and not... (laughs) Not always do all my first impressions are good, of course obviously. But I actually did have a good Im- first impression of you. I was like, "Oh, I do want to be your friend cuz you were like pretty, but in a unique way. And on top of that, you were just a vibe. Like you were cool, you were chill, weren't annoying, weren't looking for attention, which I feel like a lot of people in our environment at the okay. time were. Yeah. You were kind of like this nonchalant little vibe I was trying to catch.
0: Yeah, I feel like we worked with a lot of pygmies, <laughs> Like, a ton and ton of pygmies, Like, from management to servers to everything. Yes, it was just pick-me, pick even,
1: <clears throat> even the chefs. Everybody in the service industry, nobody talks about how bad the chefs are. But you go back there, and the chefs are just rude. They give you a face. You ask for some ketchup. You ask for a little bit of ranch, and it's a problem. Like, I thought... I thought you were
0: supposed to give me the ranch. I thought that's what you're here to do. Yeah, I thought that was your job. Right? It was, no, it was you, me, (laughs) and this other guy that we worked with. We all started at the same time. And then a fuck ton of new people started coming in after that. Yeah, and my roommate. That's where I met my roommate (laughs) roommate. and his (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Were they ever a girlfriend, boyfriend? Are they I mean, considered to be exes? He considers it. I mean, they fucked with each other for so long that it's just like, why wouldn't? Well, if they that's be?
1: the case, then I guess she was cheating, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, both, of <laughs> both of them that up. Both of them. Don't understand that. But how do you think your um, relationship? How do you think your relationship has been different living together?
1: With my boyfriend mm-hmm. um, well we've lived together for like the majority of our relationship and in the beginning, I feel like maybe I feel like distance is good because you crave each other more, but living together, you get so comfortable mm-hmm. and you become family, basically, you know you're completely yourself with somebody you live because you don't have that alone space anymore, so you know you're able to be a hundred percent you but with somebody else and it's tough because you know you're showing all your insecurities all the things that maybe you would want to hide especially from somebody that you want to desire you and like Mm -hmm. you but you have to show those on a daily basis and sometimes it gets hard um, just being so raw with another person um, and obviously, we have differences, so living together can get tough. but mm-hmm. like I said, it makes you family, probably grew our bonds more than I can imagine not living together would be because we had to overcome so many circumstances.
0: How would you think like moving to this area has like changed? you were like do you miss like going or being in the area that you used to be in houston
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i miss houston because of the environment i'm sure robin would agree honestly i feel like anybody that comes from houston to dallas oh my god i'm gonna get so much fuck shit for this but i feel like anybody that comes from houston to dallas um maybe let me know what you guys think but everybody kind of just misses it misses the culture the diversity just the way that people can be more real and less uptight I feel like in Dallas there's a pretentious vibe a pretentious setting and I feel like there's an absurd amount of Karens Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of Karens everywhere yeah and like I
0: feel like in Houston it's just more like relaxed like Yeah, everyone's in their own business.
1: Yeah, everyone's just vibing. Nobody's getting mad at each other. I mean, there obviously are... There's going to be fights and shit because it's crazy in Houston, but nobody's getting mad at each other about stupid shit. Yeah. There's, like, real shit to watch in Houston. If there's drama, it's something you want to be there for. It's something you want to pull your camera out for because it's some real shit. It's not some dumb shit.
0: Yeah. You know? So, I feel like... Yeah, we definitely met some stupid ass bitches up in Dallas yeah. and up in North Texas. I will say the people, like especially like the women here, are a lot different than, in my opinion, anywhere else you go. I feel like a lot of women in this area just love drama. They crave it. They just like want to be in it all the time. They create it for themselves because they don't have a life outside of it. They have to destroy other people or make it seem like they did to make themselves look so good. I mean, we had somebody, you know, in our lives recently that did that to y'all. How like how did that make you feel? So I feel like, and like what what happened?
1: I feel like maybe it's not just women in the area, but I feel like maybe in the industry because yeah. Some of the people are older, but have never really elevated from... Oh my god, I'm going to sound like fucking female Andrew Tate. But have never (laughs) elevated from like a a service industry to working hard enough to even get a management position or something like that. So um, I feel like when you your life is kind of revolving around something like your career is something that isn't you can't put all your time and your thoughts and your energy it's not a passion of yours and you're used to the people that you're around you get bored Mm -hmm. so i feel like if they can't put their passion somewhere else into a talent into a hobby into growing themselves and maybe they say they will because we had someone who said they were they said Mm -hmm. they were doing this doing that going to school for some stuff they weren't
0: um yeah just lying about everything that they're doing I feel like a lot of people yeah especially in such an easy industry that you can get into and just like the easy money and just all the you know jobs that that entails it just brings out the worst in people
1: and there's nothing wrong with being in the industry because you and I are both in the industry it's about your ambition your goals and what your mind is really set on because you can be a great person and you don't even have to have ambition and goals if you really go there and you're passionate about your job and you do your job and you love your job you're going to find growth in it yeah and you're not going to be bored into going so drastically hard onto somebody just because just because you were offended. Yeah. Something so small as such because I feel like the people we ran into were like retaliation based mm-hmm. but
0: they reacted They didn't get enough of...
1: yeah, they didn't get enough judgment to say oh this is actually wrong. I should retaliate and what's the correct way for me to retaliate? Because if you retaliate in a justified way, okay. But these people didn't. They got offended. They took it the way they wanted to take it. Didn't care mm-hmm. about facts. Didn't care about logic. Didn't care about anybody else's opinion. Just said, oh, my feelings are hurt. So now I'm going to flip your world upside down. And I am ashamed of myself for, like, ever becoming close with people who would do that.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that's a dangerous person to be around.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like those people, I don't know. I feel like... They always give me, like, an ick. Like, I always feel like, ugh, I'm just like, ugh, don't, I don't know. But, you know, I've run into a lot of that in the service industry and, like, a lot of people that literally feel the need to drain your energy and, like, drag you down because they have no other, like, source of anything in their life. They, like, they live, breathe, and sleep their job. They, you know, get up in the morning or whatever time and go to work. It's like
1: they can't, like, they don't want to live, breathe, and sleep their job. They have to. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what can I do to escape without having a hobby, without having a talent, without having a skill? What can I do to escape? Oh, There's somebody who does have a hobby. There's somebody who does have a talent, who does have a skill. I see this person going somewhere. Let me try to take them down because why would I want them to succeed if I know I can't? Like,
0: and I'm also bored. Mm -hmm. That's how... I feel like boredom really does make people do weird things. I feel like the more time you give a child, the worse they're going to become. You know what I mean? Like... In behavioral ways, like they go to work, they come back,
1: they smoke a little bit, and then they go to work. Yeah, is
0: that it? Yeah, they get fucked up on the days that they're off, and that's it. Right, that's their highlight. They drink. They go to the bar Mm -hmm. when they're not at work. It's like yeah, that's their hobby.
1: Yeah, and when your your life is serving tables and then going out to the bars afterwards. Of course you're going to have a dramatic mindset. You're going to be around fucking bar people all the time, drunk people all the time. Yeah. You're going to be drunk all the time. You're going to be around people who are rude to you because you're serving their tables all the time and even if they're nice, you're still their fucking servant. So you're never going to be in a good mood unless you have an escape. And it's okay to be in that position because we're not all put in a fucking pampered princess position and sometimes we make mistakes even if we were. But you have to find somewhere to let it out Mm -hmm. so that you're growing yourself or else you're gonna stay stuck and trying to bring other people down with you. And once you do that, in my eyes, in a spiritual way, because I'm a very spiritual person, once you do that, you're becoming less of an angel and more of a fallen angel to me because you're gonna keep snowballing and letting it build and letting it grow unless somebody comes and pulls you out or you have a life-changing moment where you say, hey, I need a change. I need to get my shit together. I don't want to be like this forever. I want to be a certain type of way and you have a vision for yourself. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Once you have that vision for yourself, you got to start working for it. But obviously, these people don't even have that vision. Mm
0: -mm. No, there's nothing for them. That's what I've like really really paid attention to is like the the people like that and and we're not even like speaking on an individual you know we're just there's just this group of negative people they just like they have no goals in life like they don't have any future anything like they're so stuck in this like endless cycle that it's just like you know, what, what's the point, and I feel like once you get in that, it's, it's really hard to bring yourself out of it, it really is, because, like, you know, I've seen it firsthand, and I've seen it go south,
1: exactly.
0: and, like, it's just, like, when are you gonna put all the, all that stuff down that's dragging you down, and you know that it's dragging you down to build yourself up and do better in life, you know what I mean? I just yeah. wish that more people like that would just want to do better by themselves, just have more respect for themselves in their life, you know? And
1: now I am going to bring it to a specific individual. There was a specific individual who I was fooled because I thought they had that vision for themselves. They told me they want to do this, they want to do that, they want to do this. And on top of that, they made a little progress Mm -hmm. And then decided to completely erase it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't want better for yourself. You don't want growth for yourself. You are stuck. And right now it's a mindset because you had the opportunity more than we did. Mm -hmm. And you decided to delete it. You didn't want it.
0: No. Some people don't want that growth. I feel like a lot of people are put in the position to either grow up or keep doing what you're doing and they will always pick keep doing what I'm doing you know I feel like like I don't understand why if
1: you see like say we're talking numbers if you see let's say we're talking your bank account if you see your bank account starting to grow if you see your followers on Instagram starting to grow and then you say oh um Actually, I want to take out all the money in my bank. Or actually, I want
0: to delete all the pictures off my Instagram. Yeah, or I'm just going to get rid of the Instagram. Just fuck the Instagram. You yeah. know what I mean? Um. So to me... I and just to... change the Instagram to a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know what?
1: For me, it's not even like change the instagram to a tiktok i don't give a fuck yeah but never forget who you are and where you came from yeah like don't forget who you are and where you came from you don't have to erase yourself to become somebody no. new you don't have to erase yourself to become somebody better the old you is what makes you so good see the that's what my issue is was with ma- yeah
0: with that situation was i was just like so you're just gonna give up on everything that we you know that we all built with you and then now you're this whole new person like i don't even know you at this point in time like i don't know anything about you i but feel I'm like we're strangers
1: to completely have the same exact relationship that i did with you before even though you are somebody else and on top of that i was still willing and i was still down so if you're going to say i wasn't pull it up because
0: Yeah, we're where's the (laughs) facts. We're the facts. What would you like give somebody who is just getting into like their spirituality like journey and all that stuff? What would like your biggest piece of advice be?
1: I think it's so hard to buckle down and to get interested and to learn, but Once you learn one thing, it's not enough. Spirituality is a topic in itself that you can study and you can practice. And if you put in more time and more effort, just like anything else, you're going to gain so much out of it. And I think putting time and effort into spirituality is one of the biggest gains you can get in return. Because you're going to know about time, space, magic. You're going to know how to warp your own reality Mm -hmm. and i know it takes time just like anything else but um put in work and if you're not interested find something else you don't have to be a crystal queen you don't have to be a spiritual bitch or if you're into some type of other spirituality that's cool too but really i just think it's find something that you're interested in that makes you happy and like gives you fulfillment and i think like i really have that because I every time I make a song, every time I write, every time I record, I just feel like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and this is what would make me happy. If I could grow in this area, doesn't matter what my growth is, this is what I'd love to grow in. So and I'd love to grow in all areas, but you know um, also though spirituality, I need to I need to follow my own word and just start learning more and pick back up Mm -hmm. because it gives you so many tools it's like an anti-anxiety medicine Mm -hmm. because when you're going throughout your days you have reasons for stuff like oh this is happening because of that i can explain it and so It gives you a sense of calmness, a sense of everything is gonna be all right.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like once I started getting into, like my spiritual journey and like um, getting into crystals and studying them and seeing what really worked for me, it really helped, like ease the day. As you were saying, like it really helps with my anxiety. Like um, I got clear quartz. I was so clumsy. I was a clumsy ass bitch. I got clear quartz. You know it really helped with like just the day the the day today and like just getting being able to study different crystals and like buying them and like actually having them and feel the different things that it does for you i feel like you really can't go back from there yeah it's like You get
1: one, and then you, like, you learn, and then you practice, and then when the practice works, you're like, whoa, because it's, like, magic. And then you're like, I can't stop now because I just discovered magic, so I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah. And then there's, like, so much, which is great because there's a lot for you to learn. Mm -hmm. So don't get bored. Keep going because don't ever lose your magic, and don't let anyone ever tell you it's not real or you're stupid because, um... That really can get you down and put you in... And
0: take, you, take you off your path. If you listen, it can take you off your path. Yeah. I feel like everyone has their thing. Like, if it isn't, you know, crystals and tarot cards and all that stuff that we like to do. Like, it's something else. It might be, like, sports or, you know, you like YouTube or you like podcasts. <laughs> you know, like, it's... Science.
1: Some people... Yeah. My boyfriend is building a calculator with computer science, so... You know not a lot of people would think oh that's something that someone would be passionate about but he loves it and he does it every day Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: yeah it's different for everybody
0: yeah exactly i feel i feel like everyone just needs to find their niche Niche. but what is your like favorite crystal to work with
1: it'll sound corny but i really do like to use rose quartz because i think it's just because i'm based from venus and I wore a rose quartz like, uh, caged around my neck for all of February during, like, my best Valentine's Day with Robin. And charging it, I think,
0: gave mm-hmm. us, like, an everlasting mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. Mine is definitely Moldavite. I love <laughs> Moldavite. <laughs> I got it probably, like, a year ago. And um, it fell out. Of, so I got it in a ring. And then it fell out of its placement. And I was like, hmm, maybe they're telling me something. Maybe I need to put it down. But nope, I got a chain for it, like in a little um, mm-hmm. cage and stuff. It just broke. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to just let it cool out for a minute. Because, you know, like... Yeah, that's uh, going to be a fun podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, Moldavite's a whole another mm-hmm. <laughs> day. But if you really want to get some something shaken. I definitely recommend Moldavite. If you want a drastic change in your life, get Moldavite. Like, it's just going to put you on a different level. Like, honestly, my mental health did not, it was not at its lowest, but it was not at its best. So I feel like if you really are focusing on something like your mental health and like stuff like that, I wouldn't. But like, if you're, if you feel like you're stable in life and you just need that extra little push in the right direction, I would definitely recommend getting moldavite. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah. And sometimes I think even for people in bad positions, like okay. we well, might as well get everything out while you can. Get all the bad out while
0: you can. Yeah, that's what I did. I feel like I was <laughs> out of <laughs> a, a,
1: But that's a lot
0: to take at once. So yeah, I guess you're right. Make sure your mental health is good, but You got to get it out. Yeah. Get it out. Might as well. I mean, like, whenever I got it, my grandmother passed, and I had just broken up. Or no, I just got cheated on for a year. (laughs) But I wanted it while we were together, and um, I knew that once I got it, it would just be done. It would be over with. And then I got it once we broke up, and it has definitely changed my life definitely like so for reference i made him we like talked whatever after the whole breakup and everything and then i made him wear it for two hours in the full moon right and uh, we were just like talking and stuff and then i left turns out i dropped him off at his baby mama's house that night and she called me the next day and was like were you with him, da, da 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 and I was like, yeah, what's up, He's, she's like, well, you know, I'm pregnant, da-da-da-da-da, all this shit, so, I definitely believe in that shit. No way she would have thought to call me after all that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Jesse has agreed to give us a little snippet of her new single, No More Kisses.
1: You can no more kisses. You can't know it's like a movie, but Michael. I'm not a star I wish that you would take more care of my heart Maxed out on damage, but I'll take the scars
0: I know you wanted to hear more of that song but you're just gonna go have to check it out when she drops it i'll make sure to tag her down below and thank you so much for tuning into the redhead perspective if you have any comments concerns or you want to be on the show let me know at the redhead perspective on instagram and on tiktok thank you so much for tuning in